Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. everybody and uh, welcome to Billy Joel A to Z on our special guest edition. Uh, he is the senior editor at New York Magazine and has also written for the New York Times and obviously Vulture. He's the author of Instant, the story of Polaroid, which could be found on Amazon. And he is Christopher Bonanos. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey there. Good to be with you. This is a, a high honor because, as you know, we just started this ridiculous endeavor into doing all of Billy Joel's songs. And when I was going online, I guess I was, I don't know how I found you. Maybe I just found a, a site that said Billy Joel songs ranked. And I found your vulture vulture article from 2015. And we have just been using it as our Bible ever since we've gotten through the A's so far. And every week I quiz Elon and I say, where do you think our friend, which we've never even met before today. <laughs> Christopher Bonanos has put this song and then we have a controversy about it. We're like, who is this guy? You know, sometimes. And then sometimes like, oh, he has it right or whatever. And we are just fascinated by your list. And I guess our first ultimate question is, why did you, are, you are obviously a Billy Joel fan. You were writing for Vulture. Did you approach them or did you, did they say we need you to make a list? I, I am flattered and appalled to be your, <laughs> your, uh, your I don't know what it is, uh, uh, regular reference or muse or something. Um, I, I have been at the magazine for a very long time. I've worked there for approaching 30 years. And so I've had a lot of different jobs there as writer, as an editor, as a, as a maker of Instagram slides, as all sorts of different things. We had a sort of general idea on Vulture, we have a general idea on Vulture, that insane completism is one of our things. It's something we do. You know, the, the, um, the, the, a lot of the writers there do these crazy deep dives into um, obsessive coverage of a single subject. You know, they'll write over and over and over about one scene in a movie or one line of dialogue in a movie. Um, and it's, it, people love it, but it also just feels uh, you know, like our thing. That's what we do. We do these things because we like them and we discovered that other people like them as well. And I had, I don't know if we had done a full ranking of any artist end to end. I think there had been one or two before. Um, but I, I walked into the office of the guy who was our culture editor at the time, Lane Brown. And I said, you know, Billy Joel, every single song would be a fun idea because people have such strong responses to him. You know, if you did it for the Beatles, and we have done, a different writer has done it for the Beatles, and it's tremendously successful. People read it, obsess over it, but they, they argue over the placement of it, but there, there's nobody who's arguing over the idea that the Beatles are a great band. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whereas Billy Joel is divisive. There are people who say he is schlock end to end. There are people who say he, you know, he should have been on the first ballot for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And so there's the level of arguing over whether Captain Jack should be higher than Vienna or Vienna should be higher than Car Captain Jack. But there's people who say, this is horrifying end to end. And I thought that would be a fun place to exist for a little while. <laughs> but do you do you like Billy Joel? I do. And are you a fan? 
I do. Um, And I explain this in the introduction. There are these two camps, and they argue over his place in the world. I I am firmly in the fan camp. Um, It's not to say I love every song. Well, I was going to say, because as a reporter, it would be easy for you to just be doing a job. And like, I've decided to listen to all the Billy Joel songs, and this is what I've done. But you are. No, I had 30 years of deep listening behind me. 40 years of deep (laughs) listening behind me. I didn't do this, uh, you know, out of the blue as as just another another gig. Yeah, I didn't. You know, as I said, I went into the culture writer's office and suggested it, figuring I'm the guy to do this. Generally, if you're a culture writer, there are pieces you do just because you're assigned and you move on to the next one. And then there are the ones that you have the sort of, I don't want to say expertise. I'm not a maker of pop music, but, you know, where where you have a, a, a deep well of stuff in your head, let's say. Well, that's what we're doing. I mean, that's, that's our entire that's podcast. Right. We, we don't have a lot of new information. We're just spouting what we liked about it or, you know, the information we had in our heads for over all these years and stuff like that. But, and that's the thing what you were saying about these kind of lists. And that's the best part is that they are supposed to make waves. And, and since what you're saying with Billy Joel, is he good? Is he bad? Whatever that case with the Beatles, you're so right. Nobody's arguing that, but the key to lists, like I remember there's a bunch of, uh, there's a list about who are the best comics. And sometimes you put somebody first controversial because you know people will be talking about it. Right. If you list James Bond movies or stuff. Right. And that's why we come to our big question. Sure. Right? Well, on, well let a, me say that but <laughs> I didn't want to pick fights with people. You know, I didn't, I didn't deliberately put songs in the top 10 that. that we assumed you, know, you did but, that. that that people deliberately don't like or that people hate. I actually ranked them, you know, I I, I wasn't trying to uh, stir the pot beyond the fact that, I mean, ranking things inherently stirs the pot, I guess. But, but I I didn't, I didn't make deliberately wrong choices in order to rile people up. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, that's good to know because that was our first question for sure, (laughs) because Elon hit him with the one (laughs) that we are very confused (laughs) Tell us why you love all my life. <laughs> why is that number 12? <laughs> you know, uh, I wrote it a while ago, <laughs> and I don't remember exactly why I felt like that one deserved more attention than it gets. I think, honestly, I heard it fresh when I was doing the ranking, because let me tell you, I listened to very little else for two or three months. I played these albums over and over and over. At the time, this is this is a few years ago, so it was pre-Spotify. I was using RDO. Remember RDO? The, um, no. It was another audio streaming service oh. that has since been absorbed. You sure you're not talking about Napster? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm old enough to have... You Listen know, on cassette. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have two pencils. I'm tightening it up right now. Um, the, I listened to everything fresh, and there were songs that I would have forgotten about, dismissed, thrown away, that I listened to and said, hey, <laughs> this is actually a real song. This deserves more attention than it gets. So, you know, again, I was not looking to provoke, but there's always a joy in finding something that you like more than you expected to. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. We, uh, again, we are just fascinated by the list. We agree with a lot of them and then we're very confused. I mean, we were confused, you know, again, we're just going through the A's. So this is <laughs> So we'd love to have you back again, like really suit, like all the time. Okay. So uh, let me ask you something back then. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't like all my life. You think it's a dud? I hate it. Elon liked it more than I did. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good for what it is, but in the span, you know, when we're looking at 
124 or 121 Billy Joel songs, I definitely wouldn't put it in the top half. Middle, at best. Yeah, I thought his voice had not been that great. It's Although, after I watch the video, when I hear the audio, I, I feel like his voice is a little better. Because you had mentioned you liked his voice in your, you know, in the little reviews you even wrote for each song besides the ranking, which is so much work. But yeah, I, I did not like it. And, he, and it, for me, it was definitely not 12. It would be in the hundreds. And that's why we were also surprised that you had Allentown so far down the list. That's a fan favorite. Um, it's true. And, uh, you know, I, I don't dislike Allentown. Um, <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a little bit, let me look at the listing, what I wrote at the time. <laughs> I had what you wrote on it. You wrote exactly this. A lot of people think this is a terrible song. I disagree. <laughs> yes, the arrangement is heavy and kind of thuds along. Yes, yeah, the vocals yeah, yeah. were weirdly processed and that shoo-ah-wah quasi-beatbox thing should go. <laughs> they threw in an American flag in our face as a clunker, but you really hate this song. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't hate this song. No, um, I know, but it's funny. I, as I'm reading I, it now, thinking, I'm like, boy. <laughs> you know, I will admit, the week this thing was published, there was someone on Twitter who said, you kind of love and kind of hate every song. <laughs> well, that's the best way to actually rank and uh, I and I, I I didn't I didn't believe that was so, but I I'm looking at some of these and I well I we definitely think. agreed with you on all you want to do is dance right Elon that was at one seventeen we have no issues with that <laughs> <laughs> I thought it should have been in the 80s but uh, I yeah bottom half for sure uh, it's not one of his <laughs> you're not going to find that on a greatest hit it's, it's not really yeah, classic you know, it's not classic the bottom no. dozen or so are really are really sort of illuminating you know with and listen i'm a writer i've written things that would be in my bottom dozen i yeah i, I don't come from a mean place on this <laughs> well that's so that's why this is a, a great conversation because we just we'd never met you we didn't know that much about you and we weren't sure because mm -hmm. judging by your rankings of what you write especially about allentown they threw an american flag in our face are you kidding me uh, so we weren't sure but you <laughs> seem like a really nice person you were and, and now we know <laughs> <laughs> where it's coming from, and it's really. And we're also surprised uh, on an innocent man being number five. You know, the whole album, an innocent man, was a pleasant surprise. I thought of it as a good record, and when I was re-listening, I realized that his his affection for you know the pop of his childhood, call it you know the doo wop and uh, doo wop era stuff that that album is largely an homage to. It really comes through, and there's a there's a kind of it led to my discovery, which is that a lot of, there's a million exceptions to this, but by and large, the songs that I felt like he he's at his best on tend to be the lighter, poppier, and power pop ones. And when he tries to really rock out, he's less successful. Again, there's many, many exceptions to this. Of course. By and large, I, I would say he is underappreciated as a pop star relative to being a rock star. Do you think so? Do you think he's underappreciated as a pop star? I think there's I mean, still that school of thought that says, you know, his he he was derivative and sloppy, and I don't I don't agree with it. I well, we talk we talk about when we uh, an innocent man is the only uh, one from an innocent man album that is in the A's so far, right, Elon? <laughs> right, this is the first one we've done. But uh, you're, you're right about you put it under I, huh? <laughs> that's what that's what makes him so interesting for us and for I guess a lot of people is that he can take these uh, doo wop you know, songs, which I would never like. And he somehow makes them hits that I would like. 
and mm-hmm. a regular person that doesn't care for it. With all the genres that he does, he seems to put in a twist that we haven't heard before and just makes them interesting. I mean, we're big fans. Uh, you know, An Innocent Man also, it, when you listen to it now, it feels fairly fresh. It doesn't have the kind of, you know, in some of the albums from the 70s and 80s, there are, there are production details that date them somewhat. You know, I, I'm, this isn't a knock, but for example, like a lot of the songs on, let's say, The Stranger or 52nd Street have the big saxophone riff, right? right. That immediately says, ah, that's from 1977. <laughs> right, 70s or again, early 80s, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm not beating that up. That's, how, that's There's a lot of great songs that have that. Yeah, but line. you're completely right. Every early 80s song had a sax solo in the middle Yes. After the bridge. Exactly. So right. <laughs> Everyone did it from, from Elton John to the Springsteen. Yeah. To- <laughs> like, right. Everybody. Right? Did it. An innocent man is sort of, um, sort of clean and therefore it perhaps ages a little better. Huh. Uh, Good point. I was going to ask like, in terms of ranking 121 songs, did you go, like, how did you compartmentalize it? Did you look at rankings within each album and then look at it in a broader sense? Or did you really just look at all these different songs and move them around? I, there was a lot of shuffling around. Yeah. Even, uh, you know, I, I moved a couple around. I don't remember which ones they were, unfortunately, but I was shuffling things, you know, an hour before we published. <laughs> that should be a little higher. Um, cool. No, I listened to them. As I said, I listened to all the albums over and over. And by the way, the, the, my recommendation algorithm on that service, RDO, um, was messed up for years afterward. <laughs> all, it thought all I wanted was a certain kind of 1970s power pop, you know? Or Alexa <laughs> Ray Joel's album. <laughs> right. It kept, for months afterward, it kept trying to get me to listen to Seals and Crofts. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and I, I listened over and over and I bounced around among the albums. You know, I didn't listen to one 20 times in a row necessarily. I sort of worked my way through the can. Uh, I had an enormous spreadsheet, <laughs> under 21 line spreadsheet. I had notes all over it and I kept moving things around, you know. And then, and then once I had an order that I was comfortable with, I started writing the, the blurbs. That's so cool. So just like one other thing uh, to keep you for for this particular uh, episode, because there's so much more stuff we could ask you. Do you have other, any other groups or individuals you're thinking of ranking in the future? Uh, I think I'm out of the ranking business <laughs> this way. That took too much um, out of you? Well, I, you know, it was it was a huge lift in addition to my job because it wasn't this was not something I did on the job you know, the way you do when you're in the office. As I said, I'm mostly an editor. So when I write, it's kind of extra. But it and seems like you have a, a piece once a week or so in New York Magazine, ish, no? Every two I weeks? Guess, yeah, I guess that's true. But that's really in addition to my principal job, which is, uh, which is editing. And so, A, it's, it's extra time, you know, to write in all candor. It's optional, essentially. And this was such a monster. It was really three months of wow. listening to this stuff. <laughs> Nights and weekends, and you know, my wife will tell you she came along for the ride. <laughs> right, she now she's just that comes on in the car when you're driving. You're like, turn it off. Yeah, fortunately, that Billy also, Joel. <laughs> she is also a fan. Fortunately, you know, she's 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 a gal from Queens, so let's put it oh. that way. And I'm a dude from Jersey. So yeah, I you know. know. How did us uh, us being Jersey boys and Elon being a Manhattan guy? How did we all get into Billy Joel? It's uh, kind of funny. You'd think if we well, were all from Long Island, we would get it. Yeah, my theory is that he is he is a great bard of the suburbs. Yeah, maybe that's um, what it comes. I don't down understand to. Elon's angle on this, but for, <laughs> for you and I, I 
get it. You know, he he writes about sort of middle-brow suburban life in in uh, ways that are evocative. And that's also turf that is relatively unpopular among artists. I want to say probably not so much as it, anymore, but but especially then, you know, the, the, the music that got a lot of respect, right, was about either really hard times or a sort of glossy, you know, high life stuff. And right. There's this great so area in the middle that was that felt feels as though it went un, unexplored for a long time, except point. except to dismiss it, the sort of suburban anime cliche, you know? Yeah, that's an excellent, excellent point because Springsteen got all the respect for talking about the the poverty in Jersey. Mm-hmm. where Billy Joel was talking about where you and I lived. You right. Know? <laughs> so, that's that's kind of what I mean. Like, and I, you know, I don't get me wrong. I'm a Springsteen fan also. Uh, but, you know, the, the scene of a Springsteen fan is a hard scrabble house by the railroad tracks. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. not a Billy Joel scene. A Billy no. Joel scene is a guy who works at a plumbing company on Long Island and is, is doing okay. Right. Uh, or, yeah, <laughs> who needs a house out in Hackensack, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we were talking about that. Anyway, Christopher, um, thank you so much for joining us today and taking your time out because this was really exciting for us. Oh, right? this is fun. Elon, um, right? I mean, we, we were so excited. We were like, he got back to me. <laughs> yeah, this is so huge for us. And, you know, it's funny because Dave has seen your whole list, but I never have. I'm keeping myself totally segregated from yeah, I like surprise a- him every week. Oh, really? Wow. You're keeping yourself pure, huh? <laughs> so every episode, he asked me where I think you ranked it. So, I can't wait till we're done with this whole process, which is going to be in like two years when I can finally oh look back God. at your list and read you your guys, blurb. You guys are going to be even deeper and more steeped than I was at the end of my three-month immersion course in Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, we are, we already are getting there. Like I said, we've just finished the A's. So, <laughs> but right. thank you, Christopher Bananas, for I joining will be us. I'm listening all the way, and I would love to come back when you get to Z. <laughs> yeah, no, we want to have you on. And Are there uh, any Zs? I don't think there are, right? Zanzibar. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we he's were, not a fan. He was we were, lying to us. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. We were no, almost no, going to no. call I'm, it I'm a matter of trust to Zanzibar, but we forgot about 52nd Street, which is which we have to start with, unfortunately. No, put it in the Fs. Oh, um, shit. We didn't think about that. <laughs> we could have thought about that. <laughs> put, it, put it in New York, New York Magazine when we alphabetize things. We always see uh, the numbers as written out. Right? So, oh, shit. Maybe, you know, maybe we should do that. <laughs> we could maybe do that. That's a great idea. But again, thank you for taking your Saturday time out with us. Anytime. Okay. Thanks so much. Nice to meet you. This has been the Billy Joel A to Z podcast. I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. Tune in next time for more Billy Joel A to Z.